0: Welcome back to the show here. This is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, this is the channel. This is the Who Moved My Freedom channel that you guys are. If you want to watch this live, this is where you come to. So people are watching it live now or for the folks listening to this that you want to watch it live, you come right here, Who Moved My Freedom on YouTube. Just search that up. And you will find it according to the Kiribati official news channel. And if you guys never heard of Kiribati, neither I never heard of it either. But we are the most trusted source of Second Amendment commentary news, information and freedom, according to the Kiribati news agency. Did, did Have any of you guys ever heard of that? You guys think I'm making that up, don't you? <laughs> I can just... I can just see <laughs> you guys think I'm making it up. That's an actual place. <laughs> That's not an actual endorsement, but it's an actual place right here. Um, I, I actually googled like obscure countries, obscure country. If you want to make claims, you got to put it on because someone in Kiribati is gonna be like, what? Hank Strange said, one, okay, we're gonna. this is going to be a diplomatic incident now. <laughs> so anyway, this is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I want you guys to go to hankstrange.com. Check out our email list. Lola is posting Lola's deals up there. You can look around. You can find all kinds of different ways. You can support us on there. Um, check that out, and I appreciate you all doing that. Big shout out to Franklin Armory. Thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast. I am going to kick everything off right now
1: welcome back to the hank strange situation don't forget to smash that subscribe button
0: smash that thumbs up ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live we are live right now um so we've got a new guest here we've got eugene joining us here um as well as scott gorillas and guns there joining us everyone has to do the jazz hands that's how we do it. You got to get those jazz hands going. There you go. However, you, you can always put your own twist on it. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there. Oh, oh, we got gorilla <laughs> jazz. I don't know if that's a gorilla jazz hands or what's
2: good. Yeah. That's, a, that's the gorilla.
0: Oh, there we go. All right. Silver. Is that King Kong? I don't know.
2: <laughs> no, that's that's Freddie, the finger.
0: Oh, Freddy the Freddie. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that move. I've heard of that move. Um, <laughs> So anyway, this is episode 752 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Um, our, the title of the show today is uh, ICOP and why the USPS, the US Postal Service, is spying on us, and we've got guerrillas and guns joining us to talk about that. Uh, welcome, guerrillas and guns, as well as Eugene Griffin. How you doing, man? Doing good. Thanks for coming doing on good. the show here. Um, so I was asking you behind the scenes. We've never actually met, right? Correct. Okay. Um, but so, and I th- but when I was looking, when I was looking it up. I saw that you and Scott were friends. You and Gorillas and Guns <laughs> are friends, and you're even friends <laughs> with but Babyface P. And, and <laughs> right. I think, and I think you tried to reach out to me a, a while ago. Lolo was saying that maybe almost a year ago we were trying to get you on the show here. So. I know some things came yeah. up. We couldn't make it happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Kevin Dixie. That's who okay. I. That's how I really uh, found you and okay. started watching you and him.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. So, like, why don't you tell the audience, the folks out there, like, you know, who you are, uh, what you do here in the gun community. You know how you came to be in the gun community. What's your particular thing? You know, just uh, give us some quick facts so we can get to know you.
3: Sure. Uh, Eugene Griffin, as he uh, said there, I've been in the gun community since I was born, basically. Uh, but uh, what I do is I run a gun group called Whammy, and uh, it is a extremely diverse gun group. And what it's about is bringing everyone together of all skin colors, uh, belief systems, all that, and bringing everyone together under one uh platform and under the second amendment so that's that's what brings us together we are the most diverse gun group uh online bar none no question Mm -hmm. and and it's a brotherhood so
0: yeah Uh, so is so is that like a private uh facebook page what exactly what's the actual entity there?
3: it's not a open, you know, the open page. It is a, a closed, uh, page. Mm-hmm. It's invite only.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but we, we, we check you out to make sure you're not extreme in either direction. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you're not a bunch of crazy, insane talking points on your page, we let you in, you know? And, mm-hmm and bring uh, okay. everyone together.
0: So, I, I don't know yeah. if I would actually well, be allowed into that.
3: <laughs> oh, you you're good.
2: <laughs> I've got to say they made their first mistake, they let me in. I mean, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> he totally <right>. crazy. <laughs> yeah. He didn't uh, you know, I, I can't say that Scott started the crazy train, but he totally derailed it. <laughs> no, okay. So so the mission, the mission of what does whammy mean? That's one thing. Like, whammy is a, so?
3: It's a it's a term again that came from when I was a child, and um, I was shooting guns when I was a kid. So the right. other kids in the neighborhood, you know, they had never shot. So when we went and played toy gun cops and robbers, all that, and you hear the mm-hmm. pew pew pew, you know, everybody's making their gun. Well, I actually shot guns before, so I knew mm-hmm. it didn't sound like pew pew. Mm-hmm. I would go, wham, wham, you know when I would <laughs> shoot okay. my because I knew it was loud and mm-hmm. and so that grew into me calling guns whammies because of the sound that i I believed it made and and mm-hmm. you know as I got older, that's okay. what I, we called it was what and in Seattle, it was a known thing. People would call guns like you hear burner and all these whammies right. was a the the word for guns and oh, so, okay,
0: so you're you're are you still in the Seattle area? Absolutely. Oh, okay, cool. All right, yeah. So it's like certain places they call it chopper. Get the chopper.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Don't make me. Get the chopper, son. <laughs> uh, I I'm assuming that's like a machine gun, or you know, I, in my mind, I think AK. You know, probably like a chop Yeah, you know, because chopper was
3: originally it was originally the the Tommy gun, the
0: mm-hmm. chopper,
3: and then it, and then it turned out to be the the AK47 throughout the late 80s 90s to and now these kids just call anything a chopper. So I
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. I just I just call them bananas, you know, you bananas. <laughs> oh, I see. You I see.
2: Keep calm and carry that's a banana, your, you'll be good.
0: That's your that's code. Right. <laughs> that's your code. <laughs> that's the gorilla code. Uh Boss Hog is in the chat. Uh shout out to him. He says he's in wha- he's in whammies. Sweet. So there yeah, you go. Yep. If there's anyone else in here that's in whammies, let us know right now. Brian Quick says, big money, big money, no whammies, big money. I get, is that a gambling thing?
2: Oh, that was um, some game show back in the 70s, 80s, oh, I think. that's
0: right. Yeah. That's yeah, what LV yeah, yeah. Louis Cipher is saying. Any relation to the little gremlin from the game show, press your luck. <laughs> Wait, uh, okay. I,
2: luck. That's the show, yep. Press your luck, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So let's see. The juice says, oh, damn, Seattle and dudes are Patriot. Awesome sauce. Yeah. So that's yeah. You know, that's definitely something we could uh, spend some time uh, Mm -hmm. talking about there. You know, how how are things in Seattle?
1: Uh,
3: (laughs) uh, It's a mess, man. It's crazy. (laughs) It's wild. I mean, there's, you know, geographically, Washington State is conservative. Mm -hmm. Um, as it is in a lot of states, right. But Mm -hmm. King County and Pierce County is literally half or more of the population of the state. And that's where, you know, all the the voting and the, these ignorant laws are coming from. Mm Uh, so, but if you, yeah, if you broke the state up and it's red everywhere, and then these two small blue pockets and that's yeah. that's where the control comes from.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, that's what's that's happening exactly in a
2: lot of Same here in Virginia. You know, we got yeah. the whole states all red except for a few tiny little spots, and those are the big, big city areas, and those are the blue spots, and that's where everything stems. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, you know, like Virginia used to be what was what was the thing? for Virginia is for lovers. Mm-hmm. And it also used to be for guns. <laughs> yep. Right. Um,
2: We're trying to bring that back.
0: Yeah, man. It's just, well, Florida yeah. was the gunshine state, but I don't know, yep. man. I don't know if we could hold our heads up high with that one. You know, we've got right. some gun control nonsense that's going on here in Florida. So, um, let's. So, okay, there's a couple different things here that I want to co- cover. So, obviously, Scott, you're you're in the group, right? So, what kind mm-hmm. of stuff do you get up to there in the group or what kind of discussions uh things like that happen in the group you could tell us about
2: i mean i just follow along with the with the discussions they're posting up Mm -hmm. they post a lot of like 2a news that's going on there's memes that go up uh Mm -hmm. you know uh and you know eugene's really on top of it when a member has a birthday he posts a a very cool picture and says happy birthday to the members. So, oh, okay. it, it, and they try to spread as much news as they can and, you know, keep everybody uh, in the loop and keep everybody working together. And, you know, it, it's a good group, man. I mean, there's a lot of people in it and everybody gets along and it's great.
0: Okay, cool. Is the, is the mission to keep the group um, apolitical?
3: well, the, the mission really is for everyone to what we're trying to do is we're trying to do what America is supposed to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, you know, I don't care what side, what what Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. I don't care what your uh, beliefs are or mm-hmm. whatnot. Everyone needs to be able to be under the same roof because we are all in the same country. So mm-hmm. we need to be all all in the same group and get along. We can debate. We can disagree, you know, so it, it's I, what I'm not as a, a dictator trying to control what people feel, think, and you got to see things this way or else you're, you're banned at that, that we don't do that there. It's, it's, you are who you are, mm-hmm. uh, state your peace, respect, and, and that's that.
0: Oh, okay. So you're mm-hmm. just not, you're not trying to have people go off into their own corners. So like, Let's say, you know, people will put you in a box that if you're black, you have, you can't be conservative or you can't believe you can't be a gun guy or whatever, whatever it is that people want exactly. to do, with that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. I think the Second exactly. Amendment should not be a political thing. Uh, you know, right. obviously, politicians have made it into that, I think. But it's not a political thing. It's for everyone in America.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: You know, um, so it's it's but you know this is kind of how things have been divided for a long time so I think that is good for people to get in there. Um, let me see there's a couple of different things that uh, that we had that we wanted that we wanted to go over so in in your background um, uh, you, you said there's like an armed robbery that happened with your with your family do you want to tell the folks about that or um, sure um, frame that situation yeah. up for us
3: Yeah yeah. So my father um, I'm writing a book on it, so I'll just give you the quick version <clears throat> very quick version. Um, there was a guy who was uh, pretty um, messed up in the head. he was a big time drug dealer, but mm-hmm. uh, long story short, he uh, broke into my parents' house and into our house with a armed with a rifle and they knew him because he was my aunt's ex-boyfriend. This guy was really insane. He was all about control and and uh Dad said get out. He wouldn't get out. He threatened everybody. He actually punched my grandmother to the floor. Mm. Okay. Um and he was going he was getting ready to attack everyone. My mom took the kids and ran in the back And long story short, as he attacked my father, my father shot him um, and he died on our living room floor. Dad took off running with the gun in his hand. (laughs) He took off running to the police precinct with the gun in his hand. That's how distraught. That's how, you know, messed up he was over. Mm -hmm. um, But, yeah, he 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 took off running and uh, got to the police precinct. Um, He was, you know, uh, obviously he was in the right. -hmm. No jail time or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And um, when was this?
0: When when was this? Like, how far back was it? You don't have to give us like this was
3: this was was, uh, late 70s.
0: Okay, late 70s. Late 70s
3: is when this happened. Yeah. And uh, a year later, uh, the person that uh, you know he was forced to take down, that person. Uh, we don't know who it was exactly but they mm-hmm. then shot my father about a year later the same and with a 30-6 the
0: same guy
3: no not the same guy but that guy's people we don't oh, know who his people okay, so, right you said that friend. guy that
0: guy died right right correct okay correct. yeah so, so in retaliation they they shot your dad okay correct
3: correct and this was about a year later uh, mm-hmm. cuz he had moved to Oregon after that He came back just to visit his family and um yeah they were, it was up in the attic but they had the gun in the newspaper and everything it was a okay. 30-06 they hit him with went mm-hmm. through his back out of out his stomach he flatlined uh, but they brought him back to life
0: okay wow so he actually had to leave the state was he living with you guys when this ha- when this all happened and oh, then yeah. he had to he had to like move out and go live somewhere else
3: he didn't have to he okay. did because he felt it was the right thing to do um and so the whole family moved to oregon
0: mm-hmm. um oh all, a all of you guys all everyone moved out there correct okay correct. wow the yeah. immediate
3: family yeah
0: yeah kathy there's music over was saying there. was this in washington state Go yeah. ahead. yeah it was, no, I was, I was in longview washington <laughs> mm-hmm. okay wow yeah there's a there's a lot there i don't know scott if you have any if you have any questions or anything like that um
2: um uh, no man i mean yeah. i i couldn't imagine going through that myself so you know when he said his dad ran to the police station yeah. I'm, that's probably something a lot of people would do
0: yeah, yeah you know, because
2: yeah. uh, you're not expecting something like that to happen in your life and when it does it's really traumatizing you know yeah and, and i'm sure really- he didn't
0: have any kind of plan <laughs> Or anything right, like right. that, or realize that was going to happen. Thankfully, he was there to uh, to save you guys. And and you know what? It just remind I know this is like shameful, but I don't think he ever thought about things like U.S. law shield or what were the laws. <laughs> right. What do you do? Right. <laughs> you know right. exactly. No one thinks about that, you know. <laughs> what, do and, you, and what do you? Especially back
2: do? then in the seventies. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: they're
2: <laughs> There probably wasn't a lot of stuff like that that happened back then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for people to right. spread the news and and to understand how to mm-hmm. react to that kind of situation. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You you got to think about it. There was no, of course, no social media and, no, you know, none mm-hmm. of that. Uh, the, the quick information that we're able to get now, that quick knowledge, none of that,
0: you know, it's just
3: you're on your own, really.
0: Yeah. And so you guys, so, so no one in the family, like your dad wasn't involved in any kind of crime or gangs or anything like that. He was just a regular working dude.
3: That's right. My dad, Mm -hmm. uh, that's what he instilled in me and my, my brothers is work, work, work. My dad's worked my entire life. Um, Mm -hmm. 11 hours a day, a lot of times, you know, and he, Mm -hmm. and he worked very far out. Um, and that's what, where me and my brother, we've seen what, you know, hard work looks like,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, and and uh, he was that perfect example of that.
0: Yeah. How how did that affect you guys? You know, um, so I'm assuming like your your family line was from that area in Washington, right? And then you all had to move out to Oregon. How do you say it? Oregon? Oregon. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's where yeah. Clint
3: Smith and the Thunder Ranch is at. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um. So. My family, my, on my father's side, is from Arkansas,
0: okay.
3: um, back country. He, he's a he's a country boy, you know, to the roots. And uh, they moved up here uh, for a little bit. And my mother, her side of the family is actually from Alabama. My, mm-hmm. She was born up here. My dad was born in Arkansas, so they met in Longview. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, there. I tell you what. I have a lot of uh, aunts and uncles and on my dad's side, when that situation happened, and this is, this is something to really think about when that situation happened with my dad, both, both parts, um, out of the eight siblings that my dad has, two of them turned anti-gun specifically because of that situation. The others turned two guns in a major way. Like they were mm-hmm. already, Pro gun, but when that happened, it was like okay. Yeah, I that's the really that's
0: the normal that's the normal path. I mean, that proves mm-hmm. that you know this is why you you should have the right to defend yourself because you don't know when things are going to happen. Something randomly exactly. happened to you guys. He was able to save the whole mm-hmm. family and then didn't go to jail or or he wasn't punished for defending so, his family. Right? That's exactly. where else exactly. does that take you? <laughs> right. If your brain that's is functioning.
3: But <clears throat> strange enough, <clears throat> excuse me, my, my, uh, uh well, two of them mm-hmm. turned anti-gun from that. Mm-hmm. And I believe it is something to, I don't know, something I, I think about because I believe it even happens. It happens everywhere. That same thing, you know, something crazy happens. Some people go, oh my God, look what happened. I need a gun. And then you get these other ones who go, guns are evil. Get rid of them. Look what happened. And then there's, there's these two different ways of, of reacting to that kind of a situation, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the logical one, we know what that is, but yeah. unfortunately some people go the complete opposite direction.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: It, it has a lot to do with like the fear of the situation, you know, and, within the fear of the situation, they believe that the gun probably caused the situation. And that's far from the truth. I mean, it's an inanimate object. It's merely a tool, but people's reactions to things and their brain doesn't always process things the way it should or Mm -hmm. logically should. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like a little twig that snaps and it says, okay, well now I'm scared. So Mm -hmm. I have to hate this thing. Yeah.
0: I think I understand that. I've spoken to people who, like I had a friend, for example, that um, when she was younger, she was in the car. She was, I think, I guess they took their parents' car and they went somewhere and there was a shotgun in there and somehow accidentally that shotgun went off and someone Mm. got shot. Um, And that person survived. But that kind of a situation, I can see why people create some kind of fear around that, right? That pushes Mm. them in the opposite direction of guns. Um, I still don't think that it's obviously not rational, but I, I, I can understand that more than right. if, if, if someone in your family is in a situation where they save themselves and other members of the family using a firearm, they do it all legally, and they, they um, enjoy the protections of the Constitution for that, you know, right. then I, I don't – Yeah. It's just not logical to me that it pushes you in, right. in the opposite direction. Right, the opposite yeah. way, you know?
2: Yeah. You would think that, hey, you know, hey, um, maybe next time I should be prepared with equal force, you know? Yeah. But a lot of people don't have that mentality in their brains, you know, because they let fear rule their brain and that mm-hmm. fear will do some crazy stuff to you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, and then I think, you know what, I think it is so. Like my my parents, for example, um, were afraid of guns, right? And this is a thing that is instilled in people in a lot of different places. In America it happens. My parents are from outside of America, but it happens a lot outside where the government makes the people think that they are the only ones qualified to have the guns and it's Mm -hmm. scary. And I think America obviously is doing that same thing. And there are a lot of people who fall into that here. Um, In the last, what is it, last year and a half, maybe two years, we've had a lot of black people in America because they're afraid of something, which to me, I think, is generated by the media, you know, and they're thinking, oh, these Trump people are coming to get me. They've been getting a lot of guns. (laughs) And that it's I, I understand part of that is exactly what we're talking about, this natural thing. The fear of it, I think, is illogical if they're really sitting there thinking that. The people who voted for Trump are trying to get – if half the people in the country are trying to get um, a group of people that represents about 20 percent of the country, I don't know how you actually survive. <laughs> you know, if that was real. If that was real is what I'm saying to you. Mm, you right, know? right. Yeah, but but hopefully once, those, once people – even if that particular thing pushes them into it, I hope that once they get in, they start to understand things about – the constitution you know what is the second amendment why, why do you have that um okay how do you actually properly safely effective you effectively use this firearm and then they you know and that branches into things like training and and all of that and then hey if you want to keep your if you want to keep your politics or whatever hopefully you realize that this is a separate situation you right know? Um, it's, I forgot the name, what's the name of the guy, the actor, big wrestling guy, um, uh, he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy, that said you don't need an oh. AR-15 to defend your home. What's that guy's is name? that Batista? Again? Yeah, Batista, yeah. When you have people like that saying that, they don't, they don't actually know what it is to either right. live in fear of, of people kicking in your door and coming in there with guns and all kinds of other weapons with, with no good intentions for you. Right, they don't mm-hmm. know what that is, or they've never, and they've probably never also even remotely gone through anything like that. To know that right. in that situation, I want, I want as many guns, you know, and and everything <laughs> as I could possibly get, you know, in, in right. that situation. So,
2: you yeah, know, and plus, you know, you look at him; he's a big guy; he's physically fit. You know, he's mm-hmm. probably pretty tough. You know, he's like, hey, you know. I, I'm, I'm a badass, you know, nobody's going to come breaking in my house, you know. But if somebody does come breaking in your house wielding guns, I mean, how are you going to fight back? Your muscles ain't going to beat
0: the guns. That's right. Like, for it's sure. Right. If people, you know how many times, go ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, you know how many times I've seen, like I grew up in New York City, right? I grew up in a place called Far Rockaway in New York City. That's only progressively ever gotten worse for anyone who even has any clue. About um, for Rockaway. So the thing is, you know, how many big muscle bound dudes I've seen just get straight knocked out? Mm
3: -hmm. Man, (laughs) (laughs) I've seen a lot of that. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, this is the thing I'm trying to say to you, like, I'm not giving any quarters. If you're coming into my house, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to give you a fair one. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. 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 What are we talking about here?
3: And there are people who actually think that, like, that was unfair. You, like, what? It, yeah. It's. I, I'm starting to think that there are people who, I, I think a lot of people literally cannot put themselves in someone else's shoes. Like, their bias yeah. is, is, is a tunnel, and they actually cannot see outside of it. I used to think it was they, they purposely did not, look you know, look yeah. outside. But I think they can't. Because it, it it just does not make any sense. You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be super intelligent to understand these things.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yet and still, you know, they, they're they're just so zoned into whatever ideology they have where they can't look. It's mind-blowing.
0: People are more broken than the guns. The guns are an inanimate thing. I don't think guns are perfect. Right. I don't think anything um, is... Well, anything material is perfect, right? I do believe there are some perfect things in our, in our, uh, in our world, in our universe. But the guns themselves are inanimate. The people is where all the problems lie, and you're right. There's people that look. How does Batista, who's an actor, and he gets a script where it says, "Yeah, these, you know, these 50 guys break into your house." And because you're a badass, you kill all of them with with uh, with just your bare hands, or you know, with Ooh. a pencil, or a paper clip, or something like that. And he doesn't realize it's in the script. He's making movies. It's in the script. There's stunt people, and they do, and there's stops and, and takes, and there's CG and all kinds of stuff. You don't know that. You, do, do you somehow? You're the actor. You don't realize mm. that you're on a stage, and that's not the real world. Right. You know. Yeah. You don't realize if in the middle of the night you're in your home with your family and the and someone kicks in the door, you just want to unleash hell on whoever decided to to violate really? your home like that. That's it. That's all you mm-hmm. want to do. And then you can, so it there has to be something wrong with that person to not see that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I I uh so the book I'm I'm writing um is called The Son of a Gun. Mhm. And uh there's a lot of things that then i went through after you know much after that as mm-hmm. i started growing up and one of those things is you know, i was uh at a ampm one time and and this guy tried to they, he was, they're going to rob the ampm my buddy was inside uh he comes out and this guy was going to rob him you know with his firearm i caught him right before he drew his gun out mm-hmm. and In other words, I beat him on the draw because I seen something didn't look right. And I told him, don't do not take your hands out of your your pockets from your hoodie, because I'll kill you if you take your hands out. You know, and uh, I'm just giving you the quick uh, story here. But that situation, my friend, you know, came out and seen. Oh, my God, they're trying to rob us, not realizing I had this guy at gunpoint. Well, when that was all said and done. Um, I mean, it's, he wasn't anti-gun at all. But when that was done, when that was over, it's a life-changing experience, mm-hmm. you know. And and then I I go to some of my uh, friends or family members who are who may be anti-gun. And I go, so to hell with my life. Is that what you're saying? Because if it wasn't for this firearm, I wouldn't be here.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So and, and then and, and they start thinking. Then you know, mm-hmm. it, but it, it's. It, blo- it blows my mind that you have you need that to think that. All I got to do is watch the news. That tells you everything you need to
0: know. That, precisely, exactly. Uh, Kathleen music Lover, who I think is in your area, um, she wants us to ask you, um, does the area even have gun ranges anymore? Yes. Okay. Um, not in
3: Seattle specifically, mm-hmm. um, but the very close outskirts of Seattle. When you're from here, Seattle, Mm -hmm. anything close to Seattle, you call it Seattle, even Mm -hmm. though it might be Renton. It might be Skyway. It might be Tukwila. We call it Seattle. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, there is. There's there's actually Mm -hmm. a good amount of gun ranges. Uh, If you go to if you go South King County, there's plenty. Mm -hmm. If you go north um, to Snohomish County, there's plenty.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Um, uh, 42 chilled says, was that a dem clock? Yes. I'm at, I'm at Patrick's place. Babyface P there's a cuckoo <laughs> clock over here, you yeah. um, know? So I don't know how to stop that thing. So you guys are going to hear it every half hour. <laughs> that's how you know we are keeping it real around <laughs> here <laughs> so um miss k says my mom just said that hank it's not the guns it's the hearts of some people that are evil i would agree exactly with that. yeah that's fact yeah um k&m mm-hmm. arm says AMPM M. is a gas station and many yes oh, yeah because i was like what is AMPM? M.? i was gonna Oh, my bad. Yeah, I don't know. What is A.M.P.M.? My bad, yeah.
2: Come on, Hank, you watch watched enough movies. Game. You yeah. should have known what that
0: was. <laughs> Where, have like a a that Where have I ever seen that in a movie? Where have I ever seen that in a movie? I'm, I'm I guess sure I'll know I've now.
2: Or I must have just heard uh, it in conversation somewhere. Oh, I, I thought he was it, saying
0: right? A.M.P. I was like, oh, it must be, uh, he must be saying A.M.P. Because that's, <laughs> like that, that's a grocery store or something. But obviously yeah, yeah. Ken, Ken from K&M Arms could see the look of confusion on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Okay, so that's a, that's like a Seven you're saying?
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, all right. It's all a right. corner
3: store gas station thingy.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see, Black Sword Shinobi says it's your right to keep it real. There we go. Um, LV Louis Cypher says AMPM is similar to 7 Eleven and other gas stations slash convenience stores. Uh, there you go. Okay. That's just like how we were talking about Bucky's yesterday, but I won't get back into that. I won't get back into that whole Bucky's uh, conversation. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of the news, you were talking about, um, you were talk. we were talking about news stuff. And I saw that in the pre chat and then even here, people wanted to talk about. Um, like, you know, obviously we've got shootings and things like that. You know, we had the, the, the George Floyd case, uh, the police officer, uh, what is it? Derek Chauvin was just found guilty. And then there's, you know, the media being the media right now is going to put every time a police officer shoots someone, that's going to become big news. Right. And so I think one of the, the things in the news is this, uh, young black woman that was shot, but the evidence and more and more evidence every day is coming out. That's why I always try here to wait until we see stuff so we know yeah. uh, what what's happening or we have a better understanding of what's happening. But, but video and stuff like that is coming out showing mm-hmm. that this woman was trying to kill another young woman with a knife. You know, That's and right. she, she said it, she said her intention. Um, she said it even after a police officer arrived on the scene. You know, and when I looked at that video, I don't know if any, everyone's seen the video, but when I looked at that, I was like, wow, this cop actually did, there's there was there gotta be some kind of training involved. I think considering mm. that whole situation, uh, if you look 360 and what was going on there, that he showed up, I think there was some kind of struggle going on, right? Mm. And he's involved in that whole struggle with them. She's trying to shoot people, there's people all around, and he he obviously fired and got her, Didn't hit the person she was trying to stab or anyone else from what I could tell. People can tell me if I'm wrong out there. What what do you guys think about this whole thing? It's it's a little bit, you know. Yeah, apparently, but
2: three shots center mass, right? how he was trained to do it you know Mm -hmm. um yeah and and yeah she was charging at that girl with the knife you can clearly see in the video Mm -hmm. because um the chief of police there said that he wanted to put the video out as quickly as possible because of all this media hype and everything that's Mm -hmm. been going on lately especially surrounding the chauvin trial and you know maxine waters comments and things like that um so they slowed it down and showed it in slow motion. And you can see she's charging and lunging at her and swinging the knife like this. So, and right right at that moment, he was like, yeah, I got to take my shot or this girl's going to get stabbed to death.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, what, what did you, what do you think about this, Eugene? Um, Have you been following this at all or? Absolutely. Um,
3: I believe that this guy, dare I say, incredible. I mean, to to analyze that entire situation, I mean that was chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, you seen a guy kicking a girl on the ground, and that yep. let me tell you, I, <laughs> I am I am so that bothers me. Uh, you know, I'm 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 very. Don't you put your hands on a woman. And and he's not just he's kicking her on the ground. Anyway, Mm -hmm. he's seeing all this stuff going on and yet was able to analyze that specific situation right there and and make the call to save that person's life. Mm -hmm. Uh, A young
0: young girl. I mean, yeah, a young girl. And, you know, I don't to me, it's not so much. The race, the race side of this doesn't really matter to me, right? But, but obviously, yeah. pe- people out there make it a race issue. That's a, that's another, that's a young black person that he saved, right?
3: Yeah, there,
0: there's, there's the only race part. <laughs> the cop was white. That was yeah.
3: all, all of the same but color. He, but all he's, but this is a
0: black community, obviously, or something, yeah. or whatever was going on here. But he saved like, that person in that community. Why serious. don't we see that? How come we? Why are we skipping over that? Why are we just looking at he killed this young black girl? He didn't want to do that. He didn't go there with the intention to do that. This situation no, unfolded didn't. so fast. Mm-hmm. And he did like if she would have hit that girl with some I think she was going for like her neck or something like that. Would they have even been able to save that girl if she would have hit her with that knife?
2: Probably not because yeah. I mean, that knife was pretty big.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we don't know. That's no, the we, don't the answer, we don't know. We don't know. We have no idea,
3: you know, but, it, but he that, did
0: what we he did. He, what he did. I cannot see that from at least from this position, unless there's a ton more of things that come in to say this guy did the wrong thing. He thought right. very fast right. and acted very fast and accurately. Mm-hmm. Why is this a bad guy? And then why does uh, LeBron James decide to say, is that who LeBron James is saying that you're next and puts up? Yes, the, the, the Right. Yeah. puts up the uh, um, hourglass thing for like, what, what, what's, what the hell?
2: Well, he actually posted a picture of that police officer with the hourglass next to the yeah. statement that said, you're next. Like time's running out, down on you. you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know if everyone's seen that. I'm going to try to see if I can uh, bring up something of that. Um, I like know. the
3: question that uh, mm-hmm.
0: somebody on my uh, Facebook friend
3: put up and said, if that girl in pink was your daughter. How would you feel? Would you be happy that he saved your daughter's life? You know, Mm -hmm. I I, like I said, some people, they have like this tunnel. They cannot see things from any other point of view. They just they they actually can't. Their brain is not capable of doing it.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I, I seen a post from a gentleman who's a firearms instructor and Hank knows him very well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he he put it up there talking about, you know, the situation and Mm -hmm. there was a bunch of comments on there. Oh, well, you know, he could have taken a less lethal route and shot her in the leg or shot her in the butt, something like Mm -hmm. that. Well, you know, if, if he would have shot her in the leg or the butt, you know, with all that adrenaline that was pumping through her at that moment, she still would have been
3: able to stab that girl. (coughs) Oh my (laughs) God. I'm so glad you just said that. Yeah. Um, So, that AMPM situation I was just telling you, the 7-Eleven store thing. <laughs> that I was no, it's good about. now.
0: I know, I know, I know <laughs> I got it now. I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, that that
3: situation uh it, it hits on what you just said as far as like forward motion, mm-hmm. and could a taser have stopped that, could a leg shot have stopped that? Uh I'm gonna tell you, I I can't say for sure, but I, I don't think so. Um when the situation I was in, this guy had a gun in his pocket and I had my gun on his chest. Yeah. And I knew when you're in the situation is different. If you're watching a movie, you'll think, Oh, he's, he's got him. He's got the gun on him. He's got the drop. You,
0: you, know, can't, take, you no, can't take, um, and, you can't take those kinds of chances in that situation.
3: <laughs> you can't, this guy could have, if he wanted to shoot me, if, if he was, stupid enough to actually go forward we both would have been shot that's the end of the story okay mm-hmm. he, he that movement right there to the pull that gun out is crazy fast mm-hmm. you know and so to to think that oh it would have stopped the the forward no when somebody's adrenaline is moving like that and they're going in for the to be honest with you i'm surprised the shot stopped it mm-hmm. All
0: right
3: that's the yeah. honest truth. I'm surprised that the shot actually stopped her forward motion.
0: Yeah. So the thing, the the, the thing here, and, and I don't I don't know. I see someone uh, posting a comment in regards to this, which I don't I don't really understand how accurate that is. But um, it, here's the thing: we've we've seen video of even cops in situations with someone, um, you know, moving towards them or attacking them and they're trying to shoot that person the person keeps moving uh what's going on what was going on here this young woman that got shot she had no um she had no respect for the fact that cops showed up there it doesn't matter to me how you got into the situation right how this thing started who was fighting who who's doing what to who doesn't matter when the cops are on the scene okay they're, they it's have a job. Yeah, they have a job. They have an authority when they're there. If things happen right. after that police officer gets there, you know, someone's going to go, wait a second. You're the police officer. You're on the scene. Why didn't you do something about this? So mm-hmm. re- he doesn't that even if they told him something on the way there, it doesn't matter. When that police officer gets there and he sees this scene and he sees these people fighting and someone has a knife and they're saying, I'm going to kill you with this knife. He has to act on that. It doesn't matter who right. was who was technically in the right or wrong. If you pull that story out into a long string, it doesn't matter. What does he know about that? His perspective is getting there. And you're not respecting mm-hmm. the fact that he's there. You're still going into whatever you're going into. That's the only thing that person can act on in that moment.
3: And I think you're he
2: was going, the only one you're I'm wrong. Seeing,
3: you're wrong yeah. no matter what to. Yeah. Certain people, okay. Mm. If if he would have not fired the shot, mm. and that girl stabbed her and killed her, uh, the news would have changed to saying, "White cop doesn't care about black lives." Allowed girl yep. to be killed right in front of yeah him. man yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what he did. They're going to uh, try attack him. It's it's you. you It's a loss no matter what.
0: This is why we have, this is why we have, um, you know, this is why we have, regardless of what we think, like people, I think, don't understand how a lot, I don't think everyone really sits down and analyzes things and tries to look at it three-dimensionally. Why does a community have a police department? Who Mm -hmm. runs the police department, right? So you've got your chief of police or your sheriff or whatever it is. And he's directly in charge of those people. Someone's in charge of him. Your mayor, city council, mm-hmm. the, they're, in charge of, they're in charge overall of what's going on with that police department. And the people who are in charge of them are the voters. The people who live in that place, in that area, in that city are the voters. And they hire these politicians who run uh, these police departments, right? So why do you have them? You have them there for a reason. You give them authority to do things about, about mm-hmm. things that happen like this. And this is what you expect. If you if you walk away from them, you're gonna have this happening. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot worse, which what you're gonna see yeah. happening here, right. Right? And right? If you really want it, then you can you 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 know, like they say, man. If you really want it, you could get it. But <laughs> this is a prime example of a police officer doing what, in my opinion, he should be doing. Even if I was on the wrong end of that, if I was somehow mad, even if those people. Pro- provoked me and I was mad, when the cops get there, you need to chill out. Right. Period. Yeah. But the thing that's funny is how do we get to a situation where someone like LeBron James, regardless, of, I mean, it's a complicated, right? If, if someone tells him stick to playing basketball, that person's racist or whatever, because they told him stick to playing basketball and all that kind of stuff. He's interjecting himself into this. When you mm-hmm. get on the stage, whatever happens, you asked for it. You're on the stage. <laughs> right? right? Yep. So he's interjecting himself into this. Why would he do this? I, I mean, let me see if I can show this again. When when I saw this, I was actually, I actually had to go, you know what? I'm just going to chill before I respond to this. I'm going to yep. wait. I saw this last night when I, when I got home. So... You're next. Here is a here's an hourglass hashtag accountability. And he's showing the police officer. This is LeBron James. This is like this is a superstar, Uh, not just a basketball player. This guy has a a big movie that's coming out. You know, the news listens to this guy. People listen to this guy. A lot of people listen to him. Why? Why would he do something like this? And why would we just like brush over that and pretend that that didn't happen? Maybe his yeah.
2: ego is stretching a little far beyond his brain. You know, um, Maybe he feels like his relevance just isn't there enough and he needs to jump on some kind of bandwagon to boost his popularity even more.
3: I had a, I had a buddy who uh, made a post that said, um, if you're afraid of teenage girls, you shouldn't be a police officer. And I responded, he wasn't afraid of her. She wasn't attacking him. His mortality was not in in question here. He shot her because she was trying to kill someone else. He responded to me and said, oh, I I did not know that. I, I was told something right. completely different. I thought she was attacking him. And he, I said, no, because not because the media,
0: the media is being so people in the media and people who ha, who are in a position, how many tens of millions or hundreds of millions of people follow LeBron James? So right. they're saying things and people are paying attention to that. I mean, uh, what was it? I think I saw somewhere Joy Behar said the cop should have shot in the air. What are you what the hell are you talking about? So he should shoot in the air while this girl is getting stabbed. How's that? Right. What kind of sense does that make to you? And no. is that
3: the, that's going to stop her adrenaline rushing forward yeah. In motion?
0: Yeah, but why? We mm-hmm. the, the the question of this is why would these people are for a fact going to get away with it? I mean, the media right. is already covering up what Le, LeBron James has done and what other people have called for. I think Scott was. I think Maxine Waters waded yeah. into the waters of this nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, why is the media going to let those people get away with it? But if um, Trump, for example, or someone on the right or someone who's conservative does something like this, or even me for, 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 for that matter, right? I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm nothing big. But if I say something like this, it's like, nope, that's it. You have to get shut down. You have to right. lose every kind of access like this you possibly have. Why does LeBron James still have access like this when he's openly calling you know, or threatening for someone here. Why does he have that?
2: Right. Well, because he's a big superstar, you know. Superstars can get away with whatever they want, apparently. That's the message that is being sent out there. Like, okay, your 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 Democrat uh, politicians can say whatever they want. That's the message they're sending. Yeah, I mean, the I, I, I honestly lying. believe we can it's all say whatever like, we want know. here.
0: I think we can all say whatever we want about things. But the, right, the hypocrisy but, here is that if someone else – if any you, you just let's let's pull a name out of a hat. Right. If you pull a name out of a hat. OK. Um, if you if louder with Crowder. OK. If Steven Crowder would have made a post about someone and put, a, you know, you're next and, and put a hourglass and everything there. Be a threat threat (laughs) he would get red flagged arrested you know all kinds of stuff no we're pulling whatever you 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 can't get on a platform and all this kind of stuff now i'm not saying that this is what we should do but why are we how are we living in a world how are people accepting that someone even more powerful than stephen crowder lebron james this Mm -hmm. is just a reality can make that same threat and we're just like oh yeah you know
3: Echo chambers are dangerous.
0: Yeah. They really
3: are. You know, and, and I believe that when you are seeking information and you're only seeking it from your own bias um, mm. down the road, this is what you get. Mm. He's not going to they're not going to punish him. And, and what's what's the irony in it all is this accountability thing that he put up well that's now reversed accountability lebron mm-hmm. accountability you put something out there that you re- now realize was was wrong accountability you well, know i mean
0: like, yeah gonna, but then are we
3: gonna get an apology are we gonna get well from anything? what i see from his
0: tweet here he's like i'm so let me see if i can throw this up here for you guys he says i'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police i took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate this isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system, and they oh. always use our words to create more racism. I'm so desperate for more accountability. <laughs> and then so someone in Jeff there says, "Someone in bad. there says, yeah, but someone says you're the one creating more hate in this situation." Exactly. Right. You, you, are you trying to tell me that if LeBron James and I've said this before, man, I've said this before. And I'm not trying to say LeBron James doesn't give money to charity or anything like that. This guy is practically a billionaire, right? I'm sure he gives money to charities and all that kind of stuff. You want to actually do something here? Stop tweeting about shit, okay? (laughs) Go out and actually do something. You can act, if you're worried, pick a police department somewhere. Pick pick the the police department involved in this case um, with uh, George Floyd. Go there and do something. Actually participate in that. Actually ride around with those guys and see what they have to deal with every day. Find out what those people need. Find out why the mayor and the city council aren't doing anything. Why why aren't they hiring the right cops there? Why aren't they training them properly? Why aren't they compensating them properly? Why aren't they supervising them properly so that if there is a police officer that that has a history of problems, you're doing something. Actually find out, LeBron, you're the one who has the power to do something about this. You can actually go to these places and do something about it. If you're so tired of, uh, of this, as you say, if you're so tired of black people being killed, why don't you go to Chicago? Why don't you go to L.A. to exactly where the problems are and face the truth that black people are killing black people mm-hmm. more right. than white police officers are killing black people? Why don't you find out why that's happening? and and talk to the people who that's happening to. Go ahead, well, go it's ahead. It's way
2: cooler and more astute to be a keyboard warrior than to actually be somebody who is a person of action.
0: It's you know, I mean honestly, I would I would like to see these guys who have the power actually do something. Right. I would like yeah. to actually see them do something about it. There are people who are trying to help folks out there. There are people who are trying to help black people specifically. How about you actually help those people out? How about you actually support right. them? Listen to them, give them some money. You know, be a education. voice for them. Yeah.
3: Ed- education yeah. Is, is, part of, is a big problem. When I, and I don't mean school education. I mean, mm-hmm. look, he's so far away from our world. And when I say our world, I mean, you know, pro two way guys. He's so far away from that. Mm-hmm. If he had that, inf- if he had the information we have. Maybe he would take some of that money and use it to help train the officers.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: OK, because we mm-hmm. know that they lack that in a major yes. way.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. And and if, if you it's like that, if you really care, how come you're not trying to act like you said go do something. to the actual what do you guys need what what do you need to help things get better but that's not where he's at he he can't even say i apologize he can't even say oh i no. may have spoke wrong no he's i he, would have respected him so much for that
0: thank you exact point <clears throat> if like you're like you were talking to the guy who made that statement right and you pointed it out to him and he didn't try to deflect it on you he said oh you know what man i didn't actually see that Right. right. That's how you're supposed to do it. You messed up. I mess up all the time. You mm-hmm. know? So I wake up in the morning and I messed up, right? <laughs> the thing is, is that you have to be willing to look at yourself and go, you know what? I messed up. Well, if he wants to stop right. the hate, he should deal with it right there where you were perpetrating, where you were where you were pushing the hate forward. You need to say, you know what? I messed up right here. I didn't really right. know what's going on in this situation. And that's wrong of me. And that's why I took it down because I did the I did and said the wrong thing and stuff like this should never happen. Go ahead. Well, you
2: know, he also put up hashtag accountability and he's not taking accountability
0: for his. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Do we need (laughs) anything else? It's all here. Life is so succinct, man. This is one of the things I think about life. That's so perfect. It's all within this bubble. This bubble of this post of what he put in there. It's all within that. And, but he can't see it and people can't see it. I'm not trying to take anything away from from LeBron or anyone else who's looking at these things. But really think about what you're doing. If you really want to do something about something, get up and do something about it. Right. That's right. You know, be right. about it. Stop talking about yeah. it. You and and especially when, you know, it's it's funny that There's a lot of people who think that black people are disenfranchised around the world. I have a hard time myself thinking that because I was born in a country that was run by people people that look just like me. And I've lived, you know, I've lived in Nigeria, for example, where, you know, that's where we come from as black. Black Americans, people here in America, people in the Caribbean, we come from, from West Africa. I've lived in a West African nation run by, the, you know, by our people, and I've seen what it does. So the, the idea that we're disenfranchised is nonsense. And in the case of LeBron James, the kind of money— okay, and power that he has to make things happen, to actually make a difference. I really do wish these guys would take that. I'm not just saying it. I'm not trying to, you know, make any kind of point here. That guy's never going to hear what I'm saying. LeBron James is never going to hear what I'm saying here. He doesn't actually give a shit about that. And and to me, it's it's so right. obvious, because if he really cared, he would go there and he would pick a place, go there and do something about it. The the real reason why he won't do that and why people won't do it, because if you have to go to a neighborhood and drive around with those cops to see what it is to be a police officer, you will shut your damn mouth after that. (laughs) Because if he had to be a cop and go out there okay, and deal with these situations, he wouldn't be there without a gun. And if he had to deal with some of the situations that these guys are going into, he would pull his gun and pull the trigger as well. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's, there's police officers that clearly do the wrong thing. Oh yeah. Right, and there's clearly bad police officers out there as well. But you have to get into the mix of this if you wanna actually do something about it. Because yeah. this is how you identify it. You have to get in there and see what these people have to do. You think, is it just white guys who are cops out here in America? There's there's plenty of black police officers and they have to go through this stuff as well. You know,
3: I'll tell you what.
0: Just yesterday,
3: um, a guy uh, said something like, um, well, when how come we never hear about black officers and and this, that and the other? And he was trying to make some silly point. But I posted two links. Mm. I posted a link of a black cop who killed a white woman who was attacking you with scissors Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, found innocent in that situation. He did the right thing, and then mm-hmm. I posted the link of the black cop who accidentally shot the white woman that scared him, and he was wrong and went to jail. And you have two black cops, two different mm-hmm. situations, both shot someone. One was acquitted; the other one went to jail.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: There's, yeah. there's, there you go. It's those not, just do not a, make a, the mainstream a white media.
0: Yeah. That, that doesn't fit the, na- it doesn't fit the narrative as yeah. It got doesn't to make the mainstream media. Yeah. yeah. so and nobody that's why they never heard of it. it.
3: That's what's crazy. They, didn't, they, they never heard of it. Just like, uh, for instance, we, we rarely hear when a good guy stops a bad guy with the firearm mm. because they don't want to cover that part.
0: Yeah. Right. When it's all
3: about the AR 15 doing the damage and that's where the, the views and the money's coming in at.
0: Yeah. So, so, so people are going to have to forgive me for not having the specific name here because this happened to me, When uh, I mean, this happened back in the 80s. Right. So I graduated high school in 1988. There was a guy I went to school with, a black guy. And um, when we graduated high school, he went into like it's it's New York City. Lots of people uh, graduate and then wind up in the police department, you know. So that's what he did. And I saw him like about uh, a year, year and a half after we graduated and I was trying to like he wasn't he wasn't doing well and I was trying to figure out what was going on with him. And he was telling me, man, you probably will never see me again. And I was like, what, what do you mean? So basically, as a police officer, he went on top of a building. Um, there was something going on there. He went on top of the building. There was a black kid there with a gun and he didn't want to shoot that kid. The kid shot him first and then he mm. shot back and he killed that kid but the the bullet went that went into him there was a fraction of that bullet that they couldn't find, and it was slowly working its way towards his heart. The circumstances of that shooting, and this is back in the eighties, because of what happened they it never became a big deal. No one ever put it out there because it was a black police officer and a black kid, and he was in the right, but he wound up killing that kid, right, but he was in the right, and you know he was he told me he was like, man, this really like." messes me up because uh the mayor and all these people they didn't stand behind me or you know and i'm here and i don't know if they're ever going to be able to find that that piece of that bullet that's moving towards my heart this happens every day and no one no one talks about that and no one thinks about that the the media is like people you have to wake up and realize that the media is not on our side they are trying to subjugate us by by showing things this way if we had any mm-hmm. kind of honest fair media they would they would show you guys the fact the reality of what's going on here and they would try if they really care they don't care about they don't care about these black people um either that are getting killed they don't care nope it's just a means to an money. end yeah it's just a means to an end for them
3: there you go there you go it's it's, it's the money follow yep. the money that's that's where it's at it, they have it down to a science. What gets them the most views, the most attention so that the, the dollar bills roll in? What, yeah. Whatever that is, follow it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, um, let me see here. I don't know if you guys have some other stuff Do you want to add to this. Um, I do want to I do want to switch over and go to some other things before I get uh, more upset. But uh, yeah, we never
2: yeah. talked about the post office thing yet. Yeah, we
0: do. Yeah, absolutely. We promised people we we're going to talk about post. Also, there's this little thing I'm going to share with you guys. Um, this this time you're going to get this for free. But um, if someone if someone gives us some money here, you can hear this whenever you want to just listen to this
1: money 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 money
0: (laughs) who is that who is that golden voice i have no idea that's you that's you gorillas and guns uh so anyway we we said this last week and i just wanted to let you guys know that uh we said we're gonna take out that audio from there and we're gonna put it in so you know if anyone is kind enough uh, to give us a couple of shekels here, I can do it automatically. You can save the golden voice there. That's yeah. right.
2: Come on, give give Hank some money. Come on, give yeah. it up.
0: Now, of course, people are probably going <laughs> to still want like a live performance if you're on here. But uh, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, so you might you might as well get ready. So, okay, with the you're right. The story that we were going to talk about is the ICOP thing, and which is kind of in line of what we're talking about here. Um, ICOP. Um, Let me let me pull this story up here so I can share it with you guys. Um, Yeah. So um, here we go. I will pull it up right now. Boom. So if you search this, you can just actually search ICOP. There's a whole bunch of different stories. But uh, here's this one. This one's from Salon. You know, uh, regardless of what you guys think about it, uh, is the post Mm -hmm. office spying on you? USPS uh, covert operations may monitor social media posts.
2: Okay. Now, wh- why does the post office have a division that spies on people on the internet?
0: Um, you know what, Scott? What is the matter with you? You're asking such a logical question. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, aren't, aren't they just supposed to deliver us our mail? I know they, they have a law enforcement division, obviously, mm-hmm. for mail fraud and things like that. Mm-hmm. But what does social media have to do with the U.S. Postal Service.
0: Right. So here we go. The, this, is, uh, this is exactly why we'll go into this story here. Here, I'll pull up the one from The Sun, because I don't know, people might not like Salon or whatever, which I... Yeah, yeah I, don't I know. got the
2: insider one up myself. Yeah.
0: Uh, spying mailman U.S. Postal Service is running secret pro- pro- program called ICOP to spy on American social media posts. And, and I think the reason when we dig into it here is that they're looking to figure out when conservatives could potentially um, do something like what happened at the Capitol again. So that's what this is all about. The U.S. Postal Service law enforcement arm, and I've told you guys on the show before, there's tactical units inside of the um, of the um, Postal Service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of it I understand, right? There's certain um, cases and things like that they deal with, and some of it I don't. But anyway, the um, it says here has purportedly been keeping close tabs on U.S. social media posts by secretly launching a program called ICOP, Internet Covert Operations Program, according to a report by Yahoo News. Um, And that's who led with it. I did reach out to John Crump, and I think he's looking into this. The publication mm-hmm. cites a privately circulated government bulletin for March detailing how analysts are tasked to mine an array of social media platforms such as Facebook, Parler – this is one of the reasons why they let Parler come back on again, by the way – Parler, Telegram, amongst others, and flag potentially inflammatory postings. Afterwards, mm-hmm. they are to disseminate the relevant research through government agencies – ICOP analysts are currently monitoring these social media channels for any potential threats stemming from the scheduled protests and will disseminate intelligence updates as needed, the bulletin reads, according to Yahoo News. Uh, The Big Brother-esque effort appears to be deployed ahead of politically charged gatherings to mitigate the potential for civil unrest. I don't know if they're actually using this when it comes to like BLM or any any of these other things, Antifa, Mm. etc.,
2: but it seems like they're only going to the conservative
0: websites. Right, yes. Other than
2: Facebook, but I'm sure they're looking at only conservative people on Facebook.
0: Yeah. Why
3: would they be doing this instead of any other law
0: enforcement agency? Why them? Why is this being done? I, I, that's a good question, but why is it being done at all? Right. <laughs> right. Well, he,
3: I'm, I'm. Maybe I, it could be my bias. The One of the things that I thought about immediately when, when reading this is guns, I guess, just this. Are they trying to follow? Where's the ghost guns going? Where's the ammo going? Who's or who's telling it? You know, that kind of thing. It, this could branch out to anywhere. Target?
0: There's no there's no end to this. Mm-hmm. There's no end to this. This right. is just what right, we're seeing. Right, right. Yeah, this is just what we're seeing here. There's no there's potentially no end to this, man. They can use this for anything. They should not be allowed to do this. I agree with you. The post office has no jurisdiction over this, I think, in any way
2: whatsoever.
0: Um, But I mean, mm
2: -hmm. isn't isn't the post office not even really a government agency? It's like a private entity.
0: Right. Mm. Uh, but it's isn't it? Uh, it's in. Uh, I thought I thought it was under federal. Um,
2: I think it's still under federal jurisdiction, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's still considered a private entity.
0: There's a lot
3: of weird Regardless things going on here. That long that 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 long for whatever that that's that doesn't make sense.
0: No, <laughs> like, it doesn't. It
3: just doesn't make sense. That And, and if it doesn't make sense, something mm. extra's going on. That's, yes. that's how I feel.
0: I think people need to take a closer look at this and find out exactly who they're spying on, why, what information they're keeping, um, all of that kind of stuff. Um, uh, probably we don't need the post office whatsoever. <laughs> right. I definitely would say that I would say in an age, you know, with FedEx and UPS and even Amazon, I don't really think we need the post office. So yeah, the know only some people thing don't I get
2: hear in that. my mailbox from the post office is junk anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> So let me do this though because there are some uh now I don't know why okay Armament and Axis stuff is grayed out but guess what I got to hit this Money
1: money 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 <laughs> So Armament and Axis gave us a couple of bucks. it says
0: here's some uh here's some cash door cank <laughs> I take I'll take it I don't care uh boss hog also let's let's do it again
1: Money 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 oh. money <laughs> he says i'll give a couple
0: for that there you go for boss hog thank you appreciate it appreciate it you know man that's the money maker did you ever yeah, think your voice yeah. would be making money scott did you ever think that
2: you know back in the day in my younger days i thought so because i was in a band and i you know played oh. rock and roll and i did all that stuff but oh, uh, right. uh yeah
0: mysterious Mm -hmm. ways man mysterious (laughs) ways
2: oh we had lots of mysterious ways back then
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) joe the boss says uh this is like the hip-hop cops that monitor hip-hop artists for illegal activities in the late 90s and early 2000s yeah
3: Mm -hmm. Um, why
0: why did that exist at all you know
3: right
2: right And,
0: and there's a lot of weird stuff going on there there's a lot of stuff that's connected to that, and even what happened to Biggie and Tupac, and and police officers were involved in that. And then also they couldn't figure the whole thing out. I don't know if you. So I know you're not necessarily into hip hop, right, Scott?
2: No, I mean I, yeah. I'll hear some of it. Um, it's it's really got to catch my ear. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really into it. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm a heavy heavy metal guy.
0: Yeah, Len Holt says royalties royalties. Okay, uh, one of these days when I see Scott, I'll buy him uh, a sandwich.
2: That's, that's right. When you come up in your van to Virginia, we'll hang out. We, we'll supply the ammo on the range when we shoot oh, at the range. Oh,
0: okay. So. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I'll bring you some ammo. So it, it,
2: The nice thing ahead. about it is we don't have to pay for range time because it's just right in my backyard.
0: Oh, well, there you go. That's awesome. Um, Gosh, that's heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so the thing is, is that, so with Biggie and Tupac, they both got killed and no one solved what happened to them. And the way that it actually wound up being solved, I think there's a movie coming out that Johnny Depp is in. I don't know if anyone's seen the trailer for that. No. But there's a movie coming up about this. Uh, Tupac got killed first and they couldn't figure out what happened. And then Biggie got killed and they couldn't figure out what happened. And Biggie's mom was suing um, the LA police department. So um, because, and it was a massive lawsuit, right? That she was getting ready to file against them so the la police department got a a, a former detective who was you know now like a private investigator or something and he was really good and they hired that guy to figure out what happened this is all on uh what is the name of that thing um what's the name of that uh that guy that talks to all the hip-hop guys Lola. Vlad? vlad tv yeah you can find this all on Vlad TV. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, this investigator went and dug up all this stuff to find out what happened. And he found out that there were a bunch of cops involved in this and working for both sides. And this is all related to the whole war that was going like East Coast, West Coast thing that was going on between Suge Knight and Puffy. And they found out that the people responsible for Biggie and Tupac being dead is Suge Knight and Puffy. So basically, um, Puffy had something to do with Tupac. He was funding the guys who um, who wound up killing Tupac. And what was happening there is Suge Knight had people, every time that uh, that uh, the bad boy artists came out to L.A., they were robbing them. And they had gangs doing that. So Puffy was giving money to rival gangs to do stuff to them. And that's so how that works. Yeah, and that's how stuff wound up happening there, and that that took out uh, Tupac, unfortunately. And then Should Knight decided that if Tupac wasn't alive, Biggie couldn't be alive either, and did the same thing. And so all of this came to light because because they didn't want to 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 pay off uh, Biggie's mom in this in this big thing. And then when they showed her all this evidence, she dropped the case. So it's just weird. Wow how all this stuff was going on and what's tied into there and how it was you know, completely useless. And I think it's the same thing that we're going to run into similar things here with the post office being able to do this and tracking people like this. Inevitably, yeah. they're going to abuse this and they're going to use mm-hmm. it to go, not like they're saying, and they should not be using it for that reason. It's none of their business, people talking to each other and like, hey, let's have a rally. Let's do this and that, right? If they're not... Uh, there's already agencies who can deal with something if you're planning to do something illegal right right. yeah Mm -hmm. but you know they're they're going to use this against people that's what this is all about this is going to be abused really badly right yeah
2: all right hank uh, you missed a few super chats but there's a request out there that they want to hear you sing it this time
0: oh oh no (laughs) we're gonna have to (laughs) uh let me get this from b real quick and then i'm gonna get to that he says you know you could all make money reading books companies hire people with good voices to record audiobooks yeah i'll take it i don't know where i'm gonna find the time (laughs)
2: i'm a loud <laughs> reader so it would never work for me
0: yeah <laughs> i'm sure uh let's see so special k special k gave us some money here we go
1: money 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 uh, <laughs> he says uh for the man
0: with the, golden voice. <laughs> for the. i don't know why i put in the laugh but every time i hear the laugh i want to
2: laugh also. I put, <laughs> it just makes you want to giggle <laughs> yeah that's all of us <laughs> right. laughing
0: so we're all yeah. technically in that but he says for the man with the golden voice there you go that's from Special K, thank you. Um Boss Hogg did it again. And he says Jay Prince talked about that in his book.
1: Money, 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 <laughs> money.
0: There you go. I don't know. That's that's Rob yeah, Mills at the but, end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last surviving
3: person that was in the car that shot Tupac, um, he he gave it all out. He admitted it all. Uh, yeah. Puffy was, was giving them money. And the guy, Orlando Anderson, actually mm-hmm. fired and shot and killed Tupac. It's yeah. all out
0: there now. You know what's yeah. funny about that? Everyone involved in that is dead except Puffy and Suge Knight. Right. That's right. sad. That's I
3: mean, that, that's t- a, that's a trip.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's why. Mm. I mean, and Suge Knight's in jail and he probably would never come out of it and he shouldn't. Um, you know, but Puffy, man, Puffy got away with it, and he's always make doing stupid ass comments. And yeah. um, I've told people this. I've told people this in the past. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I worked at a hospital a long time ago, um, and Puffy came in there, and they said that he or the story at the time I remember was that he cut his wrist on a champagne glass, is what he said, or he was in a club and his hand went through like a table or something, and he cut his wrist. But I actually um, knew that the um the doctors that worked on him and they were telling me nah that guy tried to kill himself and everyone I believe it. and people were like well why did he try to kill himself? <laughs> Boom <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> because he yeah. he was responsible for all of this stuff yeah. with the nonsense the, that he was getting, getting into. Them,
2: yeah.
0: yeah and then it pisses me off when he tries to chime in on things going on in America. I'm like, dude, the stuff that you've done, the the artists, the creative people out there that you've destroyed their lives and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I don't even want to hear from you. You know? Yeah. Um, so let's see. Judd M gave us some money. He just says money bags, money bags. Money,
1: money, money, money. <laughs> money.
0: Thanks, Judd. You,
2: you were supposed to sing that one, I think.
0: Oh, wait, I didn't see where that said I was supposed to sing it. <laughs> That's not in the writing.
2: Right up, the comment right underneath that one was <laughs> the request, yeah. <laughs> uh
0: where is it? Let's see. Where's the request that someone said we should I don't see it. Who said it?
2: Uh was it? Dan Hates You
0: oh Dan Hates You where where is that he says well so is it where he says well so far you've heard my voice but I brought two friends along and next on the mic is my man Hank come on (laughs) Hank sing that song (laughs) okay next one I'll do the next one I'll do the next one and I'll play come on somebody
2: uh, give up some money give up some money we want to hear Hank sing yeah we're not
0: we're not uh (laughs) we're not shilling you guys at all <laughs> we're, not, we're not trying to milk you guys for money at all <laughs> this is why what's the name of that place The <laughs> what's the name of that place I, I mentioned later lola that i already forgot the name <laughs> that's why those people think we're so awesome um <laughs> uh so so uh, I forgot where we were now. See now I'm totally <laughs> where were we? Oh, we were talk. we're talking about this um, post office thing. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, where do you think so the story I- goes? Go ahead. Go ahead, Scott.
2: I'm wondering if the post office has an arsenal like the IRS. Oh, there you go.
0: Oh, boy. Um <laughs> Hank we go, do <laughs> Oh boy, I should never I should never do this. Okay, we money, 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 money. There you go. There we and, go. And money, I'll, money, money,
1: money.
0: There you go. And, I'll play <laughs> and here's another one from uh special K uh He says Hank and Lola duet. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you're going to get Lola to do it.
1: (laughs) Money, 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 money. (laughs) Money.
2: Yeah. We're killing LV Louis Cypher
0: over here with this.
1: (laughs) Money, 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 money. We're going to do it. Money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. LV Louis Cypher says there's not enough booze in Vegas for me to deal with this assault on my (laughs) airdrop. Come on, man. You're, you're hearing those bling 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 bling. Craziness going, going on. Black Black Sword Shinobi said Hank sing. How saying, How was I? What do you guys think? How was that? Is it good? Not bad.
2: Not bad. Not bad.
0: Yeah. No auto tune. No auto tune.
2: Especially, especially without a warm-up, I think you did pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. You guys yeah. Lola's heard me sing. She knows. You yeah. know. When everyone's when everyone's wondering, you know, how did I how did I get Lola? Skills. Ah I, I see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So listen, we I were can picture Hank being
2: like Pepe Lepew. Come on, i love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. Oh trust me. <laughs> um yeah, so what were we what were we saying about this? Um I think you you said something there, Scott. Do you remember?
2: Yeah, yeah. If if the post office, this ICOP has the same kind of arsenal like the IRS has,
0: probably. Um, I know one time I saw a post office guy at Shot Show, and he told me, um, because he was telling me he was like, yeah, you know, they don't let us, they don't let us have suppressors, but we could have machine guns. And I was like, uh, "What tactical unit are you in?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm in, I'm in post office. I work for a post office." I was like, hey, "Wait a second! You guys have tactical wow. units?" He was like, "Oh yeah, dude. We we have tactical wow. units." So, um,
2: I was pretty surprised when I heard about the IRS. You know, and now I'm hearing this about the post office. It's blowing my mind.
3: It, it, yeah. Me too. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm kind of stuck. I don't get it. I, I'm just not understanding what. The big need is for why. Why can't they reach out to anyone else? I don't FBI, whoever. Like, well, wh- I don't I'm not understanding why they need this. And it's puzzling here.
0: Um Well, so, OK, with the post office, I kind of understand why they have some kind of tactical units. Right. Because they do mail fraud and stuff like that. I know mm-hmm. they do some right. stuff with Secret Service. There's certain there's certain um, there's certain crimes that go on that falls under the jurisdiction of the post office. So I get that part of it. Um, I don't understand why a lot of government agencies have tactical units like the FDA and all that kind of stuff. I don't get that. Right. Um, Right. And I don't there is there is no reason for the post office to have this department, this ICOP department um, spying on people's social media at all. You and know. even
3: with like what you just said uh, uh, with the CIA, like mm-hmm. or not the CIA, but the um, um, what you just said. I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm drawing a blank here. But mm-hmm. why can't they outsource that to them? Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm just I need some time to really think about this because the only mm-hmm. thing I can think of is is honestly the, them trying to keep track of what they are against. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like like the whole ghost guns is the big thing right now, or P eighty lowers, um, and them being able to track uh, who gets what and 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 what guns are going to go who, and just mm-hmm. all, all the That's the only thing I, I, in my mind because again, with the uh, the Secret Service is what I meant. So mm-hmm. so as you said, if they are working with them, why why is it why aren't they just dealing with that? What do you guys need a tactical I we I
0: have mean, to we, we have, I, to, look into, we have this, to look into we have to look into a lot it of this doesn't make sense? Yeah, we have to look into this. Now but the post office the post office thing probably goes to way back in the days. I mean remember they were mm-hmm. carrying money and stuff like that. It was a federal crime Understand to tamper right, right. with a ma- mailbox and yeah. everything. I'm not trying to rationalize it. I'm just saying look, there's, no, there's but there's definitely too many government agencies. Out there that have tactical units. Um, when I was talking to Vince from, that was a former um, former ATF agent, and I told him I don't think we need the ATF. he was like, "Well, then who's going to deal with it?" I was like, "What? W- what are you talking about? Look at all these uh, tactical units that exist out there, or or, or law enforcement no. agencies that exist in America. You know, not just the FBI. You know, there's all there's all kinds of different um, agencies that are here. Um, so." You know, yeah, that's
3: kind of where shotgun came from. I, I'm with you there. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, riding shotgun and, and, and keeping yeah. the the mail. I, I, I understand that. Um, yeah. But, you know, what, what this ICOP cop thing and, and tactical units and, and spying on us. I, I yeah, that that one. I don't yeah. get this.
0: Well, and yeah, so we,
2: we are beyond driven.
0: Yeah. And we're never going to get we're never going to get a proper investigation into any of these things, even though it's become news and maybe somehow it'll wind up in Congress. They're not really going to look into it. And it all goes back. I keep telling people, if you haven't seen Joe Rogan talking to Snowden, it's one of the few things that you can still get from on YouTube from Joe Rogan. Absolutely. Yeah. Go go and look at that. And the very early part of that, within the first 20 minutes, Snowden is talking about how after 9/11 uh, the the there were there were um, things r- rules laws put in effect that people most people are not aware of even congressmen oh and senators are not aware that we basically don't have a constitution that these guys could do whatever they want to do um, and people don't realize that and and no one's looking into it because What if this actually came out like, hey, there's no constitution. Guess what would happen? Everyone would go, yes, there is a constitution, damn it. Mm -hmm. And then where would that go to? Uh, Second (laughs) Amendment.
2: (laughs) Right. And I I heard something about that before. And Mm -hmm. it's not not the fact that there's not a constitution. It's the fact that the United States is no longer a country. It's a corporation.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think it was always a corporation. Right. I mean, I think it's always kind of um uh what was the thing that it goes back to it goes back to piracy days what was the uh, the dutch east india company or something like that
2: oh the east india trading corp
0: yeah and uh, yeah east india trading corp i think that's the basis of uh starting america and lots of things mm-hmm. so i would right. say to you that that's been going for a long time um there's a good oh, doc- there's a good documentary on netflix about pirates Um, if you guys look at that, you'll see that, um, the, the pirates were some of the people that first like put up democracy, you know, they had, um, you know, they had kind of a democracy on the ships, right? Like you couldn't just be the captain and be the king of everyone. Everyone that served on that ship had like one man, one vote kind of a thing. Um, And and a lot of that turned into this. And they took that and they put that on islands. I think they started with, what was it, like the Bahamas and places like that. They started doing those things and it kind of like branched into this. So, but the thing is, we do have a constitution, right? I think it's what makes America so great, this constitution that exists. And Snowden is putting forward the idea that, look, these people have basically ripped that down. And this is what allows them to do all these things. And people aren't really aware of it. And all of this stuff is just trickling out. This is the reason why no one would pardon Snowden. Why Obama right. wouldn't pardon him and why mm. Trump wouldn't pardon him. And they went in there and threatened him with whatever. Like, hey, if you pardon this guy, we will. The Republicans told him, you pardon this guy, we're going to come down on you like a ton of bricks, right? So – um, but it's, it's slowly leaking out there every day, and people in America need to realize that in the mind of these people who think that they rule us, there is no constitution. Right. right. You know, and the paper well, is not the thing. The paper is not the thing. It's what's in our hearts that we realize there is one and that we're willing right. to fight for it. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah. I'm sorry.
2: And that was proven when Biden said that no amendment is absolute. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah.
3: Yeah. Except no amendment says
0: shall not be infringed
3: at the end.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Only. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what does he mean by that? What about the Thirteenth Amendment is what I would ask him. Yeah. You know, what about that amendment right. that, that had to do with slavery? I mean, what are you mm-hmm. what what's what are you talking about? You know, is that not absolute? Can you want to, you want to go back to that? Well, the truth of the matter is, yeah, we we're going back to slavery. Everyone's they don't care. Right. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your race or anything right. like that now. Um, it hasn't had to do with your race uh, for, for a long time. It's all <laughs> about the beginning. absolute power. Yeah.
3: Yeah, did you guys... Uh, I don't know if you spoke about this on any previous uh, uh, episodes, but mm-hmm. did you guys see what Charles Barkley said?
0: Um, it was a, like, he, he last he week was or something? Good. Did okay. you see
3: that? Yeah, there was something... I, I, yeah, I refresh
0: my memory. I did see that he came out... He, with, he, said, he said something...
3: something he said something. Uh, basically, he said I, I really believe that um, you know black black people and white people we're all really good people. Americans we're all really good people, but it is the the powers that, the the you know that be the the government, whether it's Republican or or Democrat, they want control and they want control of us, and and they want to create that division uh to enhance their controls i am I'm, I'm paraphrasing but that's basically what he was uh he he was saying that you know we're we're good people and and all this mm. uh race baiting and back and forth and, you know mm. I, I really believe we're all good people but it's them who mm. are causing uh, a problem
0: um i would agree with that i did see yeah. i did see him say that what do you think about that scott
2: I think he's pretty well spot on, you know, and Mm -hmm. when he came out and said that, I was like, man, he's going to be in for a world of hurt on the uh, from the liberals Mm -hmm. for saying it Mm -hmm. and standing up for actual freedom and liberty and, you know, not going with the flow like they're Mm -hmm. supposed to, you know, all these big stars or whatever. But, you know, he was absolutely right. And if, if we could get more people on that same mindset, things would be a whole lot better.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's exactly what whammy is, is all about, mm-hmm. you know, exactly that.
0: Yeah, we are more alike than we are different. For sure we're different, right. you know. Right. Um, people aren't the same <clears throat> uh, exact, <clears throat> exact thing. People aren't equal either. Uh, we should be equal in the eyes of the law. <laughs> right. But we all, all have different skills, different abilities, strengths, weaknesses all that kind of stuff you know men and women are not the same a woman is not a differently shaped man it's a, a woman is a completely different beautiful awesome creature yep. <laughs> you know Correct. um from from a man but it you know that what's what we still are more alike and we have more in common with each other than we have this different but yes there are people out there um and i don't look at politicians Like, oh, because this guy's a Republican, he's on my side. Or this is a Democrat, they're my enemy, or they're on my side. They're all against us. You know, the the media doesn't give a crap about us. They're all against us, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, and because we are abdicating our power to them, the people who are in government and the people who control the government, we abdicate our power to them. That power gives them power and money. You know, and then they rule over us. What do you think this whole exercise of the lockdowns and wearing the masks and all that is all about?
2: (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's to condition us to being used to being the slave.
0: Yeah, absolutely. To remind us, you know, uh, I was talking about like a Wall Street Journal put out an article about how, oh, and the lockdowns, you know, we had less emissions and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And now it's going back up. So this is why they want to preserve the lockdown. This is the reason. What do we mm-hmm. like? May what? May? Uh, no, April 22nd. Right. 2021. Still in lockdowns around the country. Yeah.
2: Two all weeks, right. two weeks to flatten the curve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, do you, no, you don't have to wear masks. Oh, you know what? You got to wear masks. You know, actually, you got to wear double and triple masks. <laughs> you know, everyone, you know. everyone has to get the, the, um, everyone has to get the vaccine. Oh, well, the vaccine's not really effective. Even if you get the mm-hmm. vaccine, you still have to wear the mask. What the
1: What?
2: Right. So what right. good is it? Right.
1: And, and oh, now, you still get it. <laughs>
2: and now they want you to have a passport showing that you had the vaccine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Am I gonna yeah. plaster a gold star on my chest and walk around out in public? You know, with no. my walk-in
0: papers. Well, I won't do it. <laughs> you know, I won't do it. And th- and so this is the the problem with all of this. And I think the powerful thing about what Snowden was talking about there is that there's two Americas now. There probably always was, right? It's mm-hmm. almost like if you're looking, um, if you're reading a Harry Potter story or other things like that where they say you know there's the world that you think exists and then there's a world underneath right and Mm -hmm. which one of these is really the illusion that's that's what's happening here you know we think the world is supposed to be a certain way but this is the reality of how they see the world think about you know these guys talk about hubris think about the hubris of the of the political Um, The the politicians out there saying to us that it's insurrection for us to go to the Capitol. Right. Yet, yet provoking for the last year and a half, provoking riots and cities burning down around the country. Okay, and sitting and standing back while that was happening, while people were dying, while they were losing their businesses, you know, uh, people were being assaulted. Yeah. Encouraging that and then saying it's insurrection for us to go to the Capitol. Right. And we, we just accept that, you know, we just, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's insurrection. No, it's not. That's, that's, they, they don't have what we don't give them. If we we give it to them, that's why they have it. And we could take it away. You know, that,
1: that
3: brings me to a, there was a, someone tried to initiate a bill here in Washington state. I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere, Um, but someone tried to uh, come with a a bill that said, before you can uh, pass a law on anything, you have to do uh, extreme research on whatever it is that you're trying to pass a bill on. So the bill was that they had to actually Really research and understand what it was that they were trying to uh, make change with before they could actually do it. They mm-hmm. shot that down extremely fast because that that means they would have to actually learn about the Second Amendment, what it's for, the gun culture, et cetera, and they don't want to do
0: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No.
2: That's too much work. They'd rather just write something that can affect people's emotions and then let everybody go, oh, my goodness, and fall down on their knees and say, thank you. Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. It also goes back to where they said, like, oh, you know, let's not worry about what's in the bill. Let's not worry about reading it. Let's just pass it. This is the thing. Like, you don't need to know what's in there because if you knew, you'd be scared. That's right. You know, so you don't really need to know what's in there. And so well, basically, you just have to trust them, and it, and you'll find out that you really don't have any authority except the one that you create.
2: Yeah, that's right. And I I think they purposely write these bills to be as confusing as possible, so the average person who starts reading it will be just like, I can't understand this and give up.
3: Of course, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. It's double speak. It's double speak. Yep. It's like some crap that we saw a couple of weeks ago, and I kept trying to say to people, the problem with this is double speak. And what it does is, when you speak like that, when you put out these uh, disambiguous uh, comments, right? You put all these things that are kind of going against each other. You're saying I'm for this, but I'm against it in the same <laughs> in the same sentence. What that does mm-hmm. is allows you to deny everything, right? Right. You know, and then come and say, you know what? You guys just don't understand me. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you guys really understand. I think I'm on a higher plane, higher level. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. Everything should be simple. The laws should be simple. We have, I'm not saying we shouldn't have any laws. We should have laws. We should have right. very few, very simple laws. Yeah. Right. right. You know, um, if we want to get, if we want to get fancy, we can get fancy when it doesn't <laughs> right. affect other people. Go ahead, Scott. See,
2: sorry. I'm, I'm going to use a word that's mm-hmm. very... <sighs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a very controversial term I'm going to say we need common sense laws but real common sense not the nonsense common sense that they like to put in there yeah. the stuff that they like to say is common sense but they leave open for mm-hmm. interpretation so they can interpret it any way they want at any given time they want you know mm-hmm. when it comes down to common sense common sense is only one specific thing and it's a very simple thing but they complicate it and they, they're the ones who really make it bad by extending that term of common sense but using it the wrong way
0: mm-hmm. yeah why why do you guys think that um, I think I, I, I completely agree with you why do you think that common sense has become a bad word
3: Actually, <laughs> my, uh, my cousin said to me once uh, he said look people are uh they're taking the word common sense and they're 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 going a little too far with it. Here's common sense. If I hold this rock in my hand, when I let go, that rock's gonna hit the ground. That's common mm-hmm. sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Nothing more, nothing less. Common sense is exactly that. That means it is common knowledge and understood to everyone all around.
0: Mm-hmm. It's self it's, 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 uh, it's explanatory. You don't right Right. yeah like i said it's very when they
3: they got talking Mm -hmm. about common sense with uh gun laws and this that and the other Mm -hmm. that is
0: well like in our community saying the words common sense are bad words right those them they're fighting words people like it's happened to me um because i like like for example my mom always said there's a difference between book sense and common sense right You know, there's people who have a lot of degrees and all of that kind of stuff, and they're idiots. They can't function. You know,
2: Len Len Holt brought up a very good point, and Mm -hmm. it's become a weapon. He said, "Common sense is a very effective weapon of the left," Mm -hmm. and that's why it's become a four-letter word is because it's being weaponized.
0: Well, they yeah, they stole it. You know they yeah. stole it i mean in the in the beginning like what usually when we do this and we do jazz hands and people are, well you gotta do jazz hands what's that all about that's some communist stuff i'm like dude that's we're just breaking the ice you know right? it's just a way to that's break fun. the ice to show that yeah we are not above being silly right you know and and really to say that hey this is entertaining i got jazz hands from fame i used to love looking at fame uh when i was a kid because uh, I like those dancing chicks, you know, and the leotards and so. I think they look, you know. Um, so see, I
3: got a little quiet. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> but you know, I thought it was a great thing. Like she made, I forgot her name um, now, but she made it, it was like, oh, do jazz hands or whatever. And I always tell people, look, we're taking it back from the communists, right? Because mm-hmm. Felicia Rashad, you know, um, this is the this is the problem. They took common sense itself is a simple thing. Like you said, Mm -hmm. right? Like you said, everyone should be able to understand this is plain and simple. But these guys, the left did take it, did weaponize it. And now we're afraid. like, oh, don't say common sense because they said it. Who gives a damn? (laughs) If they steal that word from you, they've taken its power from you. And now you can't even use it anymore. That's the point. That's the reason why they adopt these things and start trying to throw it back in your face. Right,
2: right. And since when do words actually hold power? If they hold power to you, you are stuck in a trap.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. It's just another way of trying to call somebody stupid at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. And and that's why it's like you said, the bad word, the fighting words. It's a way for them to go. You're you're, you're stupid. Common sense. How do you, you know, like stop
0: it. Stop it. Yeah. Let me get uh Mr. Mexibility's comment up here.
1: Money, 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 (laughs) money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. That's contagious. Uh (laughs) the Mex the Mexibility says, he gave us five bucks. Thank you. Appreciate it. He says um, it's a religion and we're the sinners. You know.
3: Wow. I like the way he put that. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, Check Your Six says common sense and logical thinking will not be tolerated in today's society. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: The real common sense. Right. That won't be tolerated.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. And Richard Rasnick says common sense isn't common anymore. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I, that always worries me. I know there's people who are like, yeah, we can't say that, you know, Um we we shouldn't say that anymore because these guys uh, took it over. It doesn't matter, man. This is this is a mind game, and I and I would just remind mm-hmm. everyone of what um, Bob Marley said, right? You you know only you can free yourself from mental slavery. Don't let that's these right. people don't let these people play mind games with you, um, and and take this take things away from you like that, and then now you're afraid to to say it or whatever because they've taken it. So and that's the reason right. why I continue to do the jazz hands thing. And even though some people don't like it, it's like, no, we, we own it. We, we own it. We could take it back.
2: Right. Right. And I believe in that theory firmly because I believe you are really the only one that can hold yourself down, Mm -hmm. you know? When it comes down to it, you have to have the desire, the drive, the motivation to get yourself up and get yourself out there to change your own life. You know, this, this whole stereotype crap, stereotype is nothing more than a trap. And if you get stuck there, it's your own damn fault. Nobody mm-hmm. else's. But it's so easy to always point the finger that way than it is to point it this way.
1: Mm-hmm. So that, that's
2: where a lot of people are at fault. You know, I did it myself for a long time when I was younger until I realized, hey, th- this is not any way to live, and I can actually do something about it. me, nobody else, just me.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, ultimately, we all live through our own perspectives, right? And mm-hmm. life is about perspective. we We were born into th- this skin, whichever one it is we have. We were born into these bodies, these shells, mm-hmm. and we see out we see the world throughout from our own perspective. And mm-hmm. so everything that's happening to us we can either be deliberate or accidental about it. You know, mm-hmm. we could either say oh, you know, it's not my fault. I was just born in a bad neighborhood and, and I was born into this. There's no way I can't get out of it. I can't fight my way out of this. This is this is what this is where the second amendment comes in and where the community comes in when we're telling people, "No, you could defend yourself."
2: Right. That's you right. Could cl-
0: you could climb out of that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? You could be born. People are born in great, awesome, magnificent situations and they get stuck, you know, they get caught up. Yeah. And they lose their lives. There's no amount of money that can save that can save you or even save your children. Ultimately, they can only save themselves. Right. And let me
3: add on to that. Um, For example,
0: I mean, this is.
3: But for example, like you said, it doesn't matter how much money you have, uh, your situation uh, you look at uh, Patrick Swayze, and you look at Steve Jobs, and you look at myself. I'm not rich by by any means, and um, for whatever reason, I survived pancreatic cancer, and they succumbed to it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire, a millionaire, famous mm-hmm. actor, a nobody. Um, life is what it is, and you have to do. You got to play the the cards you're dealt. Do your best, you know, with what you have. But excuses and being a, a the victim mentality—that is a pet peeve of mine, you know. And I, I really don't understand it. I—it I, bothers the hell out of me. But you have to—you got to you gotta fight and dig your way out. It doesn't. If if you're far in, you dig your way out. If you're far up, try and stay up. But you know, mm-hmm. there, like you said. There's people that are born in the best positions and they fall down to to hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. Shit happens and you have to yeah. adapt and overcome.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think a lot of us fall into stinking thinking. Um, we, You know, I think we all we all do that. But look, in, a t- in any given 24 hour period, right, like it's a quarter to 9 p.m., on um uh, on a thursday evening right so 24 hours from now if we're all alive 24 hours from now we all had the same time yep, that's right we all had the same 24 hours here's the difference what do you do with it
1: mm-hmm.
0: right you know and there's no right or right, wrong answer with that you do what you need to do do you need to go to sleep <laughs> do you need to get some rest do you need to work right. <laughs> Do you need to work out? (laughs) You know,
3: (laughs) I definitely need to do a little working
0: out. Listen, we all do. I do. (laughs) You might need to do some cooking. You might need to do some eating. You might need to make some love, (laughs) you know. Whatever it is, we all have the same time, though, in that 24-hour period, right? And we all choose to do something with it. You choose to spend it with your family. You choose to spend it with your friends. You choose to spend it out there on the grind, trying to you know climb out of the situation that you're in in your life. You choose to do something with it. Someone out there in that 24-hour period is going to choose to throw their life away or choose to destroy someone else's life. This is a choice that, that, that we as human beings make. And we have to accept responsibility for that and not deflect it onto other people. Ultimately, it's us. We're the ones that are at fault. But we fall into the trap because we all want to believe that it is someone else. You know, one of the, I remember there was a, a guy that I ran into in the barbershop and he was really mad at me because he saw he saw my videos and how I talk as a black guy. You know, you, you know how black barbershops are, people out there, if you didn't see the movie, barbershop one and two and whatever, you know, it's it's kinda real. People talk about whatever they want to. This guy was mad at me because he's like, Oh looking at your stuff, you're all about the white people. I was like, Wow. <laughs> I was was like, really? That's what you think? You think I'm, you know, that's where I'm at, you know? And then he says to me, this is the real thing that was amazing that he said, because he's a he's a black American and and he knows I'm from the Caribbean. And he's like, you know, you they the white man chose you over us, like as as, as a black man here (laughs) in America, they, they took everything away from me and they chose to give it to you. I was like, what you're telling me is insane. Because, by the way, this guy, this guy has college degrees. He has a business, everything. He's not suffering. Okay? No. And meanwhile, I'm a guy born in a third world country. <laughs> I came to America, like, on a visa that I overstayed illegally. When I graduated high school, I couldn't even go to college. Like, I, I had a full scholarship to go to St. John's. I could not take that because I was not here legally. So I couldn't yeah. go into the military. I couldn't. There wasn't anything I could do because I didn't want to mess up everything for my for my family. And then this this person is trying to tell. I was like, "Who is the white person that chose me?"
3: <laughs> All right. I've been there, man. I, I remember growing up, um, you know, in in the in the inner city, and and uh, I'd say, "Hey, I'm about to go hunting," and I would hear almost every year hunting. Mm-hmm. that's white
0: people stuff yeah <laughs> what i've been a victim i've, I've, what? I've had that stupid <laughs> thought in my mind before man yeah for, for real yeah
3: it, it's, it's okay. a trip and you know like i said where my family is down in arkansas um everybody hunts down there everybody's mm-hmm. got a gun everybody hunts you know my my family actually comes from the same city that bass reeves was born in mm-hmm. you know so yeah, cool. it, 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 Yeah, we're all, guns is a part of us. And it seems like in large cities, that's gone.
0: And all of a sudden, I'm doing white people stuff. (laughs) In America, it's gone, unfortunately. My
2: question to that person would have been, have you ever watched National Geographic?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why
3: didn't I say that?
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's a good response. There was another guy from the Caribbean that walked in and was looking at him like, "What is he?" he was like, "What's happening here right now?" This guy was going off on me, um, and it's 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 because of his mind. and And this is a smart, intelligent, educated person. Your mind can turn against you, and and you're right. You know, Eugene. I remember uh, when I was younger and I was a doorman. Um, at this place on the Upper East Side, there was a black guy that came in there. He came in in limos every time he came in, right? And he had broken his leg, and through this whole process of him getting his leg healed up, we always spoke. I was a younger guy. This was obviously like an executive kind of dude, and he always talked to me, but we never talked about why he was in there. So um, once he was healed up and everything, he came back for a check a checkup, and, and he was talking to me when he was leaving, and I said, you know what? Can you tell me, like... <laughs> what happened to you? How'd you break your leg? And he told me, oh, I fell out of a tree. And I said, you fell out of a tree? How'd you wind up in a tree? How'd you fall out and break your leg? He was like, oh, I was hunting. And I said to him, oh, I didn't think that black people actually hunted. (laughs) And and he said to me, he said, listen, let me tell you something, man. Don't ever let other people tell you what black people do and what they don't do. Exactly. That kind of like that. I don't know whether that guy knows that or not, but that changed my life right so mm-hmm. it's it goes back to what you're saying like p- there's there's a thing that people don't realize how educated how skilled black people are in america and how much right. more so they were in the past before yeah. people started giving them convenient excuses to go oh i don't have to do this because this country is against me and i don't even care about this this country and all whatever mm-hmm. whatever kind of craziness gets into our mind no, we're all capable of amazing, great things, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of where we come from, what we look like, our skin color, all that kind of stuff. We it's we are convinced it's the easy way out in your mind for you to say, it's not me. Someone else is doing this. Right. To me.
3: Right. To point the fingers the easy. It's, it's, the, it's the easy way out to point the finger,
0: mm-hmm. you
3: know. And, and like like I said, uh, you know, when we were speaking earlier, Hank, is my father is a big reason for the way that I think and the way that my brother thinks, you know, it's work, get your ass out there and do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Work, fight. Um, you know, when he got shot, he, he became disabled from that. Right. So it Mm -hmm. shattered his hip bone. He walks with the limp. He has a lot of problems from that Mm -hmm. a lot. And he never went and, you know, said I'm disabled and got a sticker and none of that. He worked 11 hours a day, 10 hours minimum a day, you know, uh, sometimes six days a week um, with what most people would call a handicap. And he didn't let that stop him. And we've seen that. Mm -hmm. And he's get your ass up and do what you got to do. There's Mm -hmm. there's no complaining. There's no uh, uh, I can't. uh, He he did it. He no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Nobody can stop you. You're not a victim. The only person that can stop you is you.
0: Yeah. You know why I think he did that? Because um, it's just coming into my brain when you say it. He did it because he wanted you guys to see that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and he wanted you to never have excuses. right. Sure. You know, it's the reason why I do what I do. I want my kids to see it. And I don't want to hear their excuses. Right. right. You know, um, because unlike what this kid who was born here in America, like Scott saying, have, you seen national Ge- i I've, I've seen it. I'm, I was born in third world country. I'm aware of what it is. I lived in Nigeria. I'm aware of what that is. You know, I lived in England for that matter. That's a first world country. I'm aware of what that is. <laughs> it's not what everyone thinks it is. Um, you know, but he wanted you guys to see it, man. And you know, I, I, I'm glad that you came on the show, man. And we got to talk about this because we can see the effects of that. And we can see that you guys learn those lessons, you know, uh, you've, you've, you've taken that to heart. So it's, it's a powerful thing. And I think it's what we all need to do. It's why we all need to keep fighting because the best you can help yourself that way, but you can help the other people that you care about, you know, by That's staying in true. there. Yeah.
3: That's very true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Let me see. Uh, Range Bros TV says, uh, um, he says, I've heard that my whole life and I'm in the South. Uh, (laughs) This is uh, combat gaming. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy what people. Scott, I think you wanted to jump in there and tell us something.
2: Yeah, now I forget because yeah, we talked about oh, so yeah. much. <laughs>
0: yeah, we've we've been going through a lot of things. Do but, you have do any gotta,
2: go ahead, go ahead. I do gotta say one thing. Mm-hmm. There now there's one phrase that I, I heard years ago that mm-hmm. really kind of changed my thought process, mm-hmm. and that was think for yourself and question authority. Oh
3: my god. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Mm -hmm. My grandfather, he, he instilled that in me as well. Uh, that exact same thing that you just said, question everything. That was a game changer that, that Mm -hmm. changed my life. Um, and and I did, I did just that when you do that. And it doesn't mean that you have to believe any, any which way, you know, just, just question it, you know, don't, don't assume it is. Don't assume that what you mm-hmm. heard is right. Questioning even little mm-hmm. things. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, patience is a virtue, is it? Yep. Question
2: <laughs> that.
1: Is it always? You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I right, question
3: Here's, everything. Yeah, that, that's big, man. I'm with mm-hmm. you. On. I'm with Here's you. Here's
2: the greatest question I think has that's ever been invented, and it's one word, and that's why.
0: Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. You should there. always ask that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i mean
2: how, how does how when you're you, you've raised children right hank so you know what do they what do they say anytime you say something why <laughs> why yep. yeah how do you, you, you learn <laughs> by asking why by asking right. the question and questioning yeah. why
0: yeah and, and let know, me ask you this qu- oh, sorry mm-hmm. about that go, no, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead no no you go for I, it i was gonna say are you the are you
3: do you have any kids who miss? Oh, the yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I got three. Yeah. OK. So and, are you a the the parent that gets annoyed and says, just do what I say? Mm-hmm. Or nope. do you answer each question?
2: I answer each question. I mean, I, they got to learn,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's that's how I was raised, yeah. you know. So yeah. and, and you're not going to raise a person unless you can fill them with knowledge Every question they ask, you know, what, yeah. what kind of parent would you be if you don't answer their questions and just say, oh, you no, know, just because I said so. So if, if I do everything just because somebody said so, where would I be?
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was. Yeah, I would say this, you know, like my, my, my uh, father's far from perfect. Uh, my parents were far from perfect. But one thing that my parents did is always allowed us to speak. ask questions and I remember one time as a kid I was in a situation where one of my uncles said you know he was saying something crazy and I was questioning him and he was like listen children should be seen and not heard if you keep talking I'm gonna beat your ass or something like that my father was like let me explain something to you if you if you ever say that again to my son or you lay a hand on him I will kick Mm -hmm. your ass as a matter of fact get the hell out of my house You know, um, because uh, because now people he was doing that, this older guy was doing it because I said something to him or asked him a question, you know, and challenge his authority on something. And and this is all he could resort to. Right. Right. So the, the thing is, and I think that's the same thing with kids. Kids are saying, why you want me to do this? Tell me why. Why do I have to brush my teeth? right right you know why do do i have to do this and if you're not able to sit down there and have that discussion with them you know and your reaction is well you just need to do it because i say you you have to do it you're not going to um help your kids get out of whatever problems they have you know
2: you're raising a mindless drone at that
0: point yeah yeah there you go yeah so as a matter of fact if you don't know like here's what i do my kids ask me something and i don't know I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Let's go look. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Let's find out. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Because
2: now I want to know, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's how you discover. I
2: mean, the the more, you know, the more you grow.
0: Yeah. And now you sound like one of those commercials. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Those were good. (laughs) Those were good commercials back in the days. They've changed it now. Oh, the cuckoo clock's still going. Damn it. That thing. Yeah, that's, that's what, what happened like, to me not too long
3: ago. So. Going to uh, mm-hmm. uh, Cabela's, <laughs> I went to Cabela's to get uh, uh, some uh, scope rings for mm-hmm. the Vortex Viper I just got, mm-hmm. and the guys like trying to. He's handing me all these Leopold uh, uh, parts. Said, "Look, it's 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 a X bolt, so it doesn't use the same as a Remington 700 for." per se. It's, it's one piece. It's a ring. It's a one piece. And it's four uh, screws that go in and mm-hmm. he's no, it's each ring is two pieces. Certain. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's, it's one piece. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I've been working. Uh, he's an older <laughs> guy. No, I, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Sir, it, it, it's not. And and I have to show him a picture. He wanted to be the, I know it all like behind a gun counter yeah. kind of mm-hmm. guy. Well, I then go over to this young lady and hey, can can you help me? Do you know anything about? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to have to order it. We don't have it here. Mm-hmm. Right. She went straight to it. And then I go, OK, well, Tally versus Leopold. And the answer, she said, I don't know. She said, I'm familiar with Leopold, yep. but Tally. I haven't worked with it a lot, so I can't I can't tell. And I told her, I said, I want to tell you. I respect that what you just did. I'm so glad Mm -hmm. you said that I was getting the opposite over here Mm -hmm. and you're younger and wiser. I appreciate that. Thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I missed the local shop that we had here in town. There was this old man, Joe that worked there and (laughs) I mean, he was just a plethora of knowledge and he was always so nice, so calm, so open. I mean, and you know, it's his fault I have so many things in my collection now because (laughs) (laughs) I just always wanted to go there and talk with
0: him. You know, he was Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when did he know everything literally or like were there times? when Uh, He
2: didn't know everything. If there was something he didn't know, he'd tell you he would, he didn't know right off the bat. I mean, he knew a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, 50 years in the industry, he knew a lot of stuff and he wasn't shy about telling and he wasn't cocky you know he didn't come off with an attitude he was just a nice even keel guy and he, he would have an honest conversation with you
0: yeah you should never There's be ashamed someone... to say that you don't know i see LV Louis Cypher saying that say it. listen i don't know i'm not familiar with that maybe you can exactly. you can uh, read me in on what exactly what that's about instead of making up a thing and lying you know right
3: right yeah. and it's respected just mm-hmm. you know it you feel like you have to know it all uh, but touching on what God just said, uh, I I uh, was working with uh, when I used to manage this gun range um, called Champion Arms, and um, there's a store connected to it called McCallen's Defense, a great store. Um, but when I used to work there, there was a guy, the gunsmith, his name was Peter Dunn. He was the chief engineer of Detonics. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Detonics uh, uh, handguns, the the first subcompact 1911 done right. That Detonics. was actually produced. Yeah, mm-hmm. Detonics. Um, it was started in Seattle and then they went to Georgia, I believe, uh,
0: later on. But it was called Detonics Arms.
3: Yes, Detonics, and it's a
0: oh, it's there's a whole they do, 19, 1911. 11. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, and okay. the, the sight, the rear sight's pushed forward, and, it, and the purpose for it is so that you, when you draw, you draw with your thumb. There it goes. You mm. draw with your thumb, and you swipe back on the hammer with one draw you know, as you pull out, was their Mm -hmm. uh, their thought process on building it. But he was the chief engineer of that firearm. uh, And this guy, look, nobody's perfect. I'm sure there's stuff he doesn't know, but Mm -hmm. we don't know what he doesn't know. This Mm -hmm. guy's (laughs) knowledge of firearms is, it's unbelievable Uh, in a forgotten weapons Uh, is 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 um his knowledge is crazy and Mm -hmm. peter dunn is is above that Mm -hmm. you know this guy sometimes he would talk and lose me and i'm a i I know my shit but this guy would lose me sometimes because that's how much information how much knowledge he had and he's such a humble guy he's a great guy
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's uh, I would say like the same the same advice I would give people about the truth and when you're dealing with people in situations like that, uh, if you're dealing with your kids or you're in a store, it's the same thing that they say for like if you get into a lot of debt, right? If you get if you if you get too many credit cards, you get into debt. They say, um, you know, like how do you get out of debt? You don't dig your way out of debt. You stop digging, right? If you're if you keep <laughs> digging, you're you're going down deeper. So it's the same thing with lies, right? If you don't know something, stop. Hey, I don't That's know. Right. I don't know. Because That's if you right. once you start lying and you get into something, now you got to keep digging, and it's going down. That's not getting you out. So um, I think yeah. that same thing applies there. All right, listen, we've definitely run up against uh, nine o'clock. This is this has been fun, man. Been I fun. agree. Yeah, we have to do this again. Um I hope the yeah. folks out there enjoyed it. Uh, the cuckoo clock seems still to be alive. Um if I yeah,
2: everybody keeps commenting about the cuckoo I
0: clock. I am the dude the that will clock. shoot that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Does it actually a, have
2: the little bird that comes out?
0: I don't know, but I think I think Patrick <laughs> put that clock back together or something like that. And it is a hundred percent annoying to me. He probably doesn't even he probably you know if like if you're if you're in a home and you have something like that, you just get used to it. You don't even hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are noticing it or we're noticing it. Cause you know, we're here now long enough for, uh, for us to get it. LV Louis cipher says, this is an interesting uh, philosophical discussion. I agree with that. It's great meeting Eugene. Always great hanging out with, uh, Scott, guerrillas and Guns here. Juice says good times. So let's do this. I am going to start with Scott and, and let him tell the folks out there how they can support him, where they can find uh, his stuff that he's up to. I know you do a podcast with John Crump. Tell yep. the folks about that.
2: All right. Well, we do the Virginia Reloaded podcast um, every weekend, uh, usually on Saturdays. Uh, we will eventually or sometimes – shift the days around just depending on what our schedules are like Uh, but yeah check it out it's on my channel here uh, Gorillas and Guns on YouTube it's on John Crump Live I'm not sure if he does the John Crump news but it's also uh, broadcast to Facebook at the Gorillas and Guns group on Facebook, the Virginia GOA Facebook group, the Black Swan Media uh, group. Uh, I mean, it's broadcast to a lot of things. And then I believe it comes out on the audio podcast every Wednesday. Uh, So if you miss the episodes, you can always find it on the GOA uh, audio podcast version uh, every Wednesday as well. Uh, And what we do, we talk about. Mostly stuff that's happening in Virginia with our 2A rights and a little bit beyond because it is a a GOA podcast. So you know we do branch out from Virginia a little bit as well. Uh, You can find me here on YouTube. Uh, You can find me on Facebook at the Gorillas and Guns Group. And you can find me at Patreon. Uh, And also, if you are interested in some really cool Gorillas and Guns gear, go to blackswantactical.com. All proceeds go to charity.
0: Absolutely. Did any? Did anyone ever get those uh, gorillas and guns shoes? Those things. Okay. John
2: bought a pair. I'm about to get a pair. Oh, okay. All I, right. I don't know I'm who gonna, else has. But. I want to
0: see them in the real world. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to see them in the real world. <laughs> All right. So Eugene, tell the folks out there how they can communicate with you. How can they support you? Uh, where th- where can they find your stuff?
3: Facebook uh, Whammies uh, is is the group. Uh, you want to type in W-H-A-M-M-Y-S, W-H-A-M-M-Y-S, needs Pearl, uh, you can find us there, and um, we'll uh check out the account and then bring you on in. Um I'm also on, on YouTube, uh whammy gunslinger uh is is the the name to look me up on YouTube, but uh, uh whammy's on Facebook is where all the
0: magic happens. OK, so can I run Can I run that in? Um, can I share that or you don't because I know it's a private group. You've got to, Yeah, absolutely. So, OK, so yeah. I'll share that here on the screen. Um, I'm assuming is this top one whammies apostrophe? S. Uh, yes. So you sir. click join. So I'm going to uh, click to join in the group there. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to approve me. Or, you know, let me see. <laughs> I don't know if those guys will let me. <laughs> Let me in their, uh, in their club. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't. <laughs> no, I'll go in there. I'm not going to make any kind of trouble, man. I don't even have the time. <laughs> I do I do make trouble. I'm not going to lie. I do make trouble. So um, for sure, make sure you guys go out here and support these guys. Um, I think it was a great show. Always is with Gorillas and Guns here as well. It was great meeting, uh, Eugene. Uh, Lola wants Lifetime. to meet her. Absolutely. Lola wants me to remind you guys to check out uh, the description here. We've got a, a promo code for US Law Shield and you get two free months on an annual plus the locked in rate of 1095 a month. And there is a link and everything for Lola. So thanks a lot, Lola, for reminding me of that. Um, big shout out to Franklin Armory for supporting us. We really do appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to go and run in the end that I'm going to come back here. And Scott, we should probably let Eugene give us the words of wisdom before we go out. Right. Absolutely. So we're going to do that. Uh, Let me run the end in right now. Let me see what camera is. Oh, let's go into this weird wonky camera here. All right, guys, make sure that you smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your uh, favorite place to listen to audio podcasts. Everyone around the world is listening to us and lots of people in America. We really appreciate it. Eugene, hit us with some words of wisdom, my friend. Words of wisdom. Ah, boy. (laughs) Uh, Words
3: of wisdom. How about do not let anyone uh, tell you who you are, what you are, what you're capable of. Uh, How about uh, you, what we talked about, dig yourself up. Stop digging, whatever it is, whatever it takes. Do not become a victim. You're not a victim. You can do whatever it is you want to do. Fight, fight, play the card you dealt, get to where you want to go. You can do it.
0: Absolutely. Amen to that. All right. Thanks, everyone. We are out of here. We will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.